time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. I feel a lot better today. I feel like I won't be sneezing off the mic, but if I do, I apologize in advance. I told you something I did yesterday that I think changed everything with this cold. The steam room. That's yeah, that, that is that is the is the secret. Yeah, you're on. That is the secret to surviving a cold, getting over it. That's a good idea. I commend you for that. You and told you told me one thing: go out into the sun. That was your one remedy. Is like, I have one thing for you to do today: get out into the sun, which I think that? is a good idea. Yeah, I went on a walk at like I don't know five I mean, o'clock. I meant sit in the sun and stare at it. I'm not going to stare at the not sun directly at it. That was only during COVID. I would stare at the sun when he was in those bubbles, those circles in San Francisco. <laughs> That's when I would stare into the sun, possibly. Right is now, that what he, is that what he listed that yeah, comment? Yeah, we were talking about how San Francisco went wild in COVID, saying they're, they're going to put circles in parks you could actually just stay in and not leave. That was your designated park spot to avoid any sort of COVID spread, but also get outside. And that's why I said, <laughs> what am I going to do is to stare into the sun out there, which I still stand by is what I would do. If I was about in a, that, a, remember a COVID that COVID circle? Yeah, they had COVID circles COVID in parks. Circle. They drew COVID circles in parks. Probably still have that going out there. How do we get past that time? Like, it's amazing that we you survived. Think we that. have got past that time. No, really? I mean, I mean, in radio, in life, <laughs> yeah. um, still don't know how we did that. We, but here we well, are. The fact is, we didn't. We, so, <laughs> uh, but we, we don't need to talk did. about that. <laughs> uh, a lot of people cling to it pretty hard, but the. Uh, I um glad you feel better. Glad you. You want to know? Why I really feel better. And I'll, this is this is going off script for our show. We never, we're never scripted. Hello. Hello. There, there, there is there is a possibility. There's a, there is a trending possibility that a certain Tiger Woods might be playing in the Masters this year. <laughs> That's been a rumor going around that he might be making his way to Augusta next week. And if that happens, you might have the. Most viewed masters in the history of television. So Tigers is swinging it okay. Yeah, yeah. Tigers swinging. Yeah. It so okay. you want that, that? That also helped me get over my cold yesterday. Was the fact that, that I'm seeing, got you? Yeah, I'm seeing good. good news in this world regarding golf. Good. My favorite sport of all time and forever. Good. And Tiger Woods might be playing in the Masters. So try to just try to bring me. I'm down not to, trying to just, bring you down. Just try to bring me I'm down proud of today. You. I'm proud of you. I was proud of the way you fought through yesterday. I know we do weird things. We, we did fight. I, that is exactly it. I did fight through yesterday. This is a weird show in that we show up. This is a weird show. We show up every day and, and do I it. I know, we do. It's, it's weird. It's a strange concept, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. We're here all the time. Wow. Why? What do these guys think they're doing? <laughs> we do. Um, anyway, anyway I, I think we have yeah, well, I, a yeah. lot to talk about. And we'll get to Tiger later, okay? okay I, just, I just want to make sure off the, off the bat I mentioned that that was another reason... 
that helped me out yesterday to, yeah, get, you're, to get better. I would say you're 80% I better. feel a lot better. I mean, and as of like even 6 o'clock, I wasn't p.m., 6 p.m., I still didn't feel great. But this, then I went to the steam room. And I said, wow, I can actually breathe through my nose in here. That, really, that helped And you. that just really changed my mind. It's good to know. I've never done that. I've never done that. Well, my wife recommended it saying, you should go to the steam room. I said, that, it's hard to breathe in there. She said, no, no, it will help you breathe for this cold. And she was right. Thank God for your wife. Yes, Elizabeth. And, uh, and, and now I feel a lot better. Not fully cured, but I'm a lot better. Okay. Now, I'm telling you, though, I'm telling you, the next step is it's going to be 70 degrees today. Get yourself in the sun, but I don't mean go for a bike ride. Just pull out a lawn chair, pull out a lawn chair, Jake, and have a wear a warm shirt. I mean, wear. Well, I will. I will dress accordingly. Yeah, wear something warm, but just sit there and let the sun, let those rays soak into your skin, and that helps too. Okay. Yeah, and that and you might be, I'm. You might be over it by tomorrow. And I and I did tell you it's a four day cold. That was mine. Was a yeah, four this, day. This cold. is day four. I think. I think tomorrow we're yeah. back to me doing jumping jacks in the studio and yeah, doing push ups during the breaks and running a few miles. Doing your wall sits. Yeah, do my wall sits tomorrow. <laughs> you can do wall we'll sits do with a cold though. You can do. There's stuff you can do with. Hey, it. By the way, uh, I want this life that Josh and Cabo has. He's texting yeah. us. Yeah. Josh and Cabo texted us last month, like for a, two weeks from Cabo. Went yeah. back to Missouri. This morning, he says, good morning, listening from Punta Cana, Dominican Republic right now. Whoa, Sends a picture of the ocean. He must have a... a Josh, j- let's, Josh uh, let's travel sometime. Do you have a job that takes you to these places, or are you just a, a, just a rambling man? And if so, why don't you, we, can, we can work on getting our show to do a week in Cabo. Uh, I thought we could. And if we, we, want- we, we would do a week in Cabo. Oh, yes, we, we can make that happen. Yes, we would. <laughs> we travel through the show. I prefer the DR. But I prefer any Caribbean country, but... Um, Anyway, um, God, that sounds good right now. Hey, welcome to Harrison. Yeah, hello, Harrison. Harrison's here every day, by the way. Here every day. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk football. Come uh, on. Before that, can I do a roll call? Yes. Okay, I- I'm feeling better. I'm feeling like I, I want to hear from you guys more today. If-, if you're out there listening, give us a text, 402-464-5685. Your name, where you're listening from, age, and, uh, if, you got and age if you got it. Well, four, they six, got it. Four six four five six eight five. If you're willing to list your age right. and your name, where you're listening from, we'd appreciate that. This morning, as a roll call. Yeah. All right. Yesterday, Eric Shadander and others spoke to uh, the media post practice, and we have talked about this a lot, and we're going to talk about it probably the entire off season and during the season because it is, I think, the number one question of this football team. There are many questions coming off a three and nine football season. Losing a lot of starters. I mean, Nebraska has the second least amount of starters returning in the conference this year, I saw yesterday. Um, but Eric Sanders knows the key to the, uh, the uh, key to success for a good defense is in the trenches. Does Nebraska have the beef? Do they have the guys? We have gone through this sip, and it's gonna gonna be it's gonna be nauseating this entire offseason when people hear about this because it is the question. Well, there's a question because they lost. They lost four of their top six defensive linemen. Yep. And, I mean, just that, think about it. Uh, that's, okay, you start with that. They lost four of their top six. Ben Stilley, Damian Daniels, DeAndre Thomas, Jordan Riley, okay? Yes. I mean, th- those guys were pretty reliable. Three of them 
for sure were reliable. Reliable, not not through the roof good, but reliable. Now, you know, you're talking about you have Ty Robinson, who's good. I mean, he's been good, but nothing that approaches great, right? Right. That, that right now is your the guy you you're doing right. You're the guy who has not been great, but has been fine. Is what you're leaning on, that's and that's concerning. That's your dude, and you're also rela- leaning on Casey Rogers, who's not in camp. Has had some injury issues. Yeah, not in camp. So the critical, the critical thing that Mike Dawson, Mike Dawson coaches the defensive front. He talked about the young guys yesterday, and it's it wasn't exactly glowing praise at all. Now you, and if it were. I wouldn't even believe it. If it if he came out yesterday and said, "Hey man, we're getting high level play from these young guys who have never played." I, what would you say? Yeah, All right. right. I okay. roll yeah, I roll like here we go again. Here's and, the off-season Kool-Aid. Yeah, and Dawson did nothing that approached that. So the guys that we're talking about, Jake, that that are unproven and they 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 need to step up quickly are guys like Nash not not guys like these are them. Nash Huttmacher, Jalen Weaver. Those are the those are the nose tackles. Jalen Weaver is I'm going to say six. He came in at 400 pounds. Okay, he's like six seven. Now he's down to I think 320. But he came in at 400. 400. That's more than double me. That's two of me. That's two of you, by the way. No, more than two of me. I, I weigh more than less than 200 pounds. Okay, that's two of you. Anyway, uh, Raquan Buckley, Marquise Black, and Mosiah, Mosiah Newsom. All right. Wait, who came in at 400 pounds? Jalen Weaver. <laughs> he lost. Now he's down to 320. He lost 80 pounds. He came in at four bills. 400? Yeah, he's a big man. What the? I'm, I'm just what, a gargantuan. What's happened this offseason? 400 pounds. Well, he was. He, he came in last year. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Still. Yeah. That's that is a gargantuan human being. Yeah. Four hundred. Colton Feast is in this discussion. So yesterday, yesterday Dawson, I mean, he didn't like. I said he was. It wasn't. It wasn't exactly glowing praise, which is like I said, it's probably okay. He said this. He was asked if the if the correct habits. Um, what if they're not there for these guys? And then he's talking about going to class, eating meals, lifting weights, all of it, all of it, all of it. He says this. When he goes out on a field, he's probably going to be a sometimes guy, Dawson said. Sometimes he make, makes a play and gets it right, and sometimes he, he's in the wrong gap. Okay, he, he, what, what happens when you're in the wrong gap? You get gashed. Like Nebraska played pretty good defense last year, but got gashed at key times. It did. I mean, if you're just being real, okay, Tyler Goodson, 55-yard yep, run yep. late in the game to set up Iowa's final touchdown. Uh, how many times did Braylon Allen gash Nebraska? Huh? Uh, several. Uh, several Minnesota, I was there. Minnesota gashed Nebraska. And this is brings me to a point. Here's the point. Look, okay, are you listening? I'm listening. <laughs> Think about the West, the Big Ten West. Minnesota will run it at you. They'll run it at you 50 times if, if you can't stop it. They'll run it at you 60 times if you can't stop it. Wisconsin, they'll run it at they'll you. They'll run it at you forever. I will run it at you forever. 
if you can't stop the run in the Big Ten West or the Big Ten in general, you know that little shiny new offense that we're all, we're all talking about? You won't even see the damn thing. Yeah. You won't see it. It won't matter. No. Because it won't be out in the field. Because P.J. Fleck will say, wow, I'm, and they got Whipple, and they got that, 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 that nice quarterback from Texas. But you know what we got? We got it. We're just going to run it at him, and we're going to grind clock. We got clock. running backs, and we got offensive linemen. Yeah, we're going to grind clock. And if Nebraska's and you don't think you don't think they're going to see these reports, these teams of Nebraska's question mark up front, they'll test it. I mean, and the thing they're is, too, test it. The thing is this too: you you can like the linebackers all you want. I I, I like Henrich. I love Reimer. I love I love those guys, and they they they're going to help. I guess ease some of the issues, some some of the issues of the defensive For line, sure. but they will yeah. not be able to cover up all of the lack of experience there. And and again, like we said, if Ty Robinson's the guy you're clinging to, to be your guy, your dude, a guy who has been fine, but but nothing more than fine thus far in his career, they're not going to be able to patch all the holes that that defensive line is going to leave. So no, this is just real talk. This this is this is going to be an issue that is is uh, in question. Going all the way to Dublin and 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 beyond that, uh, this this will not be resolved by the by the end of fall camp. I bet in terms of you know, how well, do you do you feel great about that defensive line? Too, well, two things. First of all, there might be more players coming portal. Well, they 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 kind of need that at this point, right? I I mean, you're looking at a pass rusher maybe from TCU coming. That'd be okay. big. Um, That'd be I, big. I don't have the name, but I have the Oshan. number. Yeah, I have the number, nine and a half sacks in a season. Um, and then you, their priority is a pass rusher and a D lineman and an offensive lineman and an inside linebacker. And there's another, there's another priority. Um, those are the main ones. This is what, this is what Eric Chenander said yesterday. He's the defensive coordinator. Yes, he is. It doesn't matter what defense you play in. It doesn't matter what league you play in. If you don't have good defensive linemen, you'll never be good on defense. Okay? I think those guys are very, very critical in your success no matter where you're at, whether it's high school, the NFL, college, the Big Ten, ACC, SEC. It doesn't matter. Those guys are super, super critical to the success the success of a defense. So, he was asked, Eric Chenander, how comfortable are you with that crew right now? He said, I think we're comfortable with the players. It's just that we have to see some separation. Some of those guys have to go earn that spot. So, you know, the guys we're talking about, and it's, it's, it's okay to wonder what this is going to look like because we have no earthly idea what Marquise Black or Jalen Weaver or Ruquan Buckley um, is going to look like. We have a little idea about yeah. Hutmacher, but people talk about Hutmacher like he's a proof of veteran. All, all they, barely played last All we know about Nash is that he's a great weightlifter. Yeah. And, it, and as they said yesterday, it, it, it's awesome he lifts weights. He lifts weights well, but it's got to translate to you know, football success. Right. Can, do you have the right – the right movements, and you know, do you have the right hand movements to try, try to get uh, you know to the quarterback to try to get across the offensive lineman? Well, it's yeah, it's more him. about hand movement. Yep. I mean, it's it's about hands, feet, and eyes. Hands, feet, and eyes. And yeah, I mean, a lot of it is hands, but the eyes and the hands connect to the feet, right? Yeah, they do. The eyes and the hands and connect to the feet, 
And what you're looking for is guys that stay square at the line of scrimmage and those gaps don't get created. If you get sideways, that's when the gap gets created. Yeah, this is the – I think you you started off the show by saying this is the number one concern. I, I think by far. And I, I, well, I think, and what would be number two? That's the scary thing too. <laughs> to me, it's O-line. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, again, if you're, if you're going into a year where your number one and two concerns are – Eat both lines, defensive line and then offensive line. I mean, you're setting yourself up for for problems again. Well, and, and people think this this team can make a leap, and maybe they can. But like you said, you you need to probably you need to have some additions in the portal because right now I don't trust the defensive line at all. The depth there and the offensive line. Well, now hold on, now hold on. I got a question for you. How do you know not to trust it? You don't know some because of these guys. there is there is hardly any experience there, but maybe and that experience are, matters. But maybe these guys are really good. Mike Dawson didn't sound too great about them but right he now. Can't right now because we wouldn't uh, in, in a year where you where you have to win. It, it is win or you're gone. Mm-hmm. You can't just hope that young players who haven't played but that's pan the out. position they're in. They are. That's why you really need to hit the portal. Hard. Well, that's easier said than done. Do you understand? You just, I understand. It's that not like the NFL guys. where you, yeah, where you just go, okay, I, we like this player, we're plucking him. It doesn't work that way. If there's a really good player in the portal, he's got a have lot of people want him. How many options? It's not a matter of just going to the portal. Jacob said, okay, you're coming to Nebraska. But that's the situation you're in. Is that it's not easy, but you need to get those guys because I don't think you can walk into the season. Where you're at right now, defensive line, I feel like we're going to go and get six wins or seven wins. The schedule set up favorably, not like it was the past couple of years where it was deathly. It's still hard. It's always going to be hard, but it's, it's, it, is more, it's it is more gettable than it has been. Right. You're right. But I just I feel like they, they know they cannot stay in pat with what they have on the defensive line. I feel like this is going to be a team that, that gets to a bowl game well, and beyond that. There's a wild card in this discussion. What's the wild card? And my my spider senses were correct on February 28th when Garrett Nelson showed up at the preseason press conference for spring ball and his neck was bulging out. He looked like he put on 40 pounds. I don't know if he has – but it clearly, he's they've, and my, you know what I said to myself immediately, Steve. <laughs> since I was talking to talking myself, to <laughs> wish I could see this moment. Steve, I didn't, I wasn't literally doing it, but you I, may, but you my, may have. Actually. I thought to myself, they're trying to make him an interior lineman because they need because they need to, and because Jake, you had, mm. I mean, you had to be there and see him to understand what I'm talking about. He looks way different. His, he's now it's his neck is one of those necks where his, you know how like my head is bigger than my neck. His neck is bigger than his head, so his neck. So you see what I'm saying? Just yeah, to, yeah. To give the visual. Yeah, it yeah. bulges yeah. out to here. Yeah, his neck bulges. And is that he, even healthy? He's huge. Is that healthy? I don't know. He's gigantic, and and now what I hear from practice is yeah, he's playing down lineman a lot of the time. They got him down. If it's a three four, then he's a a three four end. But they move; they'll move him inside in a interior. Like he's playing defensive tackle basically because he they because that could they're trying to make him an answer. <laughs> uh, going from linebacker to defensive tackle, outside linebacker, 
big. big I don't care. Yeah, I mean, outside linebacker, defensive list, tackle is quite the They change. list him at six three two forty five. I don't buy it. Like like Eric, I don't buy it on the there that I think he's bigger than two forty five. If you go back to the the bow days, I mean Eric Martin went from linebacker to defensive end and it worked out great. But that was defensive end, not defensive tackle. Eight and a half sacks he had that year. I mean that was that was a good move by Nebraska to move Eric Martin from linebacker to defensive end. Yeah, now that was a different deal because that was just a pure pass rush move. That was a pure pass <laughs> yeah. rush. That, that, they needed to get sacks. And th- so is this team, but that's not what that, – this is more about just holding up in numbers. They're not expecting him to get nine sacks. I understand that. Yeah. I just uh, – I mean, that, not, that's, that seems like a – Oh, they, they – that's, that's desperation right there. Well, I don't know if it, if, if it is. I – I mean, Garrett Nelson was a was a, was a part of the the linebacker core. Like, he played all all the time. Well, I think he'll still will, but I think they want him big enough where he can slide in when necessary. Can you can you honest can then, you can you really play outside linebacker and defensive tackle? There's big outside linebackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't and you you. This is a hmm. way maybe to get know. both I'm, he I'm and curious. Caleb Tanner on the field together too. Um, I have my doubts. I'm on that. There's big outside linebackers. That, yeah, okay, but that big, that move down, not yeah, to team. end, not not tackle, not not in the middle trying to clog up the run well, right there. Now you're just two, there's two different discussions here. Hold on, right. hold on, Sparks. Right. Four three. I mean, if you're talking about four three end, that's what he is already. So he's a lot. So that that's what when they're in the four three, he's playing down. Okay, now when they're in the three four. That's what they're talking about. Well, you'd put him at one end in a three-four, right? I I guess, yeah. Right now, Jay writes yeah. in RJ. Yeah, sip. You're giving Jake a heart attack. You just are. Calm I'm, just, down. I'm trying. I'm trying to envision just calm down. an outside linebacker playing defensive tackle. I think about Damian Daniels at 330 pounds. That's a well, defensive no, that's tackle. A nose tackle. That's a nose tackle. You can play defensive tackle at 260. Can you, can you actually move as an outside linebacker at 260 that That's well? That's the question. If you're, I don't think if you're gonna play, if you're gonna still play him at an outside linebacker and defensive tackle, you're gonna give up a lot of speed well, and agility now, in doing on. that. They're mostly. You're, I think you're getting in a lather for no. I'm reason. not. You know, yeah, you know, Yes, you are. If you're playing Jake, it to play a play both a four spots, three most of the time now. Okay. If he's beefing up to 260, he's gonna have trouble moving as an outside linebacker. But in a four three, he's not an outside linebacker. He's a he's an end. They're play- Jake, do you understand you they play mostly 4-3? You said now. they want to beef him up to be a possibly defensive tackle in there. Well, it depends what you're calling a defensive tackle. If they play a 3-4 and, and shift into a 3-4, maybe he could stay on the field. But in a 4-3, he's down anyway. And 260 is perfectly – I mean, Jared Tomich was 260. Are you listening to I me am. at all? I Do am. you understand? Can't uh, say sip your dreaming, man. No, I'm not. A 4-3. No, I'm not. A 4-3 D-end is 260. That's fine. That's what that's what we're talking about. I mean, Caleb's too small, Caleb Tanner, but they're going to try to make it work with him. But the, you, you watch football. 4-3 D-end at 260? That's not. That's not. That's normal. I don't know if he's 260, by the way. I, he, I think he's probably under that. Um, but it's hard to tell. He's just gotten bigger. I think you're making a mountain out of a mold. I stand by my initial comment that this is going to be, again, the main concern we have all the way. I mean, 
you're going to go into the Dublin game against Northwestern, a team that you blasted 56-7 to last year, concerned about can we stop that team on the, in the trenches. Not, not a great running team, by the way. Northwestern's not a great running team. but They're not? No. <laughs> they're terrible. Yeah, exactly. They're, um, not, they're, not, they're, not, good, they're not good at all. Thank you. But if they run the ball well yeah. in Dublin, yeah. uh-oh. Yeah. Alarms are ringing. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. There'll be other things ringing in Dublin. <laughs> we just got to make it to the game. We, yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not a Colorado seat again for me. You pro- oh, you probably, how will it not? You probably hope that it is. Yeah, I do. I do. You had a perma smile. <laughs> no, I had my shades on in the press box, too. Uh, Harrison, he had a perma smile. I had my sunglasses on in the press box, and it wasn't that sunny at that moment. At least in the press box, it wasn't. <laughs> I was there. I was responsible. You were responsible. I I thought you handled your state of being very well. Here here's here's a text from RJ that I this is this is this is where I'm where I'm at with this. And you can try to talk me off the ledge with that. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to here's, here's you're not feeling well and I'm not Oh, gonna, I feel better. No, I know I I feel well, like you I'm bad. I'm bad. Yeah, I've got my must be feeling better. RJ says this. Garrett Nelson cannot play inside in any situation unless you want him to end up in someone's lap in West Stadium, row 25. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, don't sell him too short there. He's a pretty tough kid. Tough kid. I like Garrett Nelson. I'm a yeah. big fan of him. Yeah. I, am I want him utilized properly, though. Yeah, my not, not interior defensive I think line. I think, yeah. That's right. I'll stand by that, and I will not back off I that ledge. I understand your reservations. Anything else from yesterday you want that you, you learned oh, at all? Okay, yeah. Oh. That caught your eye. You caught your ears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a quite a discussion. There was a mild panic among some media members when Eric Chenander said he didn't, he wasn't pleased necessarily with the tackling during Saturday's scrimmage. Um, I it's spring. Did you panic? Did you panic? Stop when you realized it was the spring. It's springtime, and they don't get to work live on tackling very often. That's a mitigating factor for sure. Now, there's a fine line, I'd say, in that conversation. And he, he walked it pretty well. In the, in the spring, you just don't get many opportunities to tackle live. So, it's, so your tackling might be a little suspect in a scrimmage situation. But you can still work on tackling in the spring. And it's still, come on, tackling, blocking and tackling. That's what football is, right? And if you can't block and you don't tackle well – then you're probably going to be in that three and nine neighborhood, right? Um, so it's it's I, definitely a. I don't, con- I don't I don't like that neighborhood. I already experienced that. Before. I know we did. I don't that neighborhood. I don't want. I don't. I want to. I want to move out of that neighborhood. Yeah. I want to put a for sale sign and move out. Yeah. Somebody asked me yesterday on the radio, um, if if six wins is a good goal, and now I didn't lose my mind, but I my. I said unequivocally, no, that's not a good goal. That'd be three wins more than last year. I know, but it's not a goal. You know what six wins is? That's okay. Maybe that gets us to next year as a coaching staff, but that's not a goal. All right. Six wins is not a goal. That's not a goal. That's if you're making six wins, your goal, you are, I don't even, who are you? What program are you at that point? What, what what are you? Mm, Pre Matt Campbell, Iowa State. Yeah, yeah. You are uh, Rutgers. Yeah, sick. Yeah, Indiana probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked by people that accept that. 
and they say exactly what you said, but that's three more wins than last year. Now, it's not a goal. I'm just pointing out to facts there. It's not a goal. It's not good. No, that's not a goal. That is something that might get you another year, but it's not a goal as a staff. Not a goal. I, I, I mean, come on. If that's what we're talking about, especially year five of a head coach's tenure, the goal is six. Think about it. It's sad. It's it's. It's not the fact. It's, it's pathetic. I don't even it's think sad. Frost. I don't think Frost would tell you his goal is six wins. Well, his his goal needs to be at least a bowl game because he has not made one yet. Yeah, but I, time I, I don't think Frost would look at it and say, "Yeah, Sip, uh, um, our goal is six wins here." No, not in year five. You yeah, have, a, have a program that has not made a bowl game since 2016. I don't care about all that. I'm not going to push back on a fan a fan that tells me, "Hey, my goal for the team is to make a bowl game because they haven't seen them in a bowl game yeah, for five if, years." Yeah, if it's if, if if it's my seven-year-old granddaughter, I get it. I I hope these guys have great aspirations to to go win the win the title, the division. I hope that's their goal, but there are a lot of red flags right now that that would indicate that's that's going to be very 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 difficult to do. Yeah, there's a lot of red flags in programs. I mean, Wisconsin only, only returns three defensive starters. That's a red flag. They, they have they've a terrible done, they've quarterback. They've done that before. And they, they have just a terrible say, quarterback. That's a red flag. They have an incredible running back. They do. And they always find a way to bring in incredible offensive linemen. Yeah, and I'm picking Wisconsin, by the way. You should. Yeah. You should. Because win they, the West. You know what? When they lose players, they always replace them. Or Iowa. I'm picking maybe Iowa. Oh, you don't. Well, it's early. You don't, you don't have to make your decision. Yeah, now I need to look at. Yeah, I need to look at. Well, one thing you don't have to do with Iowa is see who they brought in from the portal. Nobody. They brought in nobody. Zero. <laughs> they brought in they'll, nobody. Probably win, they'll probably win the West because of that. <laughs> hey, we don't need your new fancy guys. We got our old dudes here. They, they brought in nobody from the portal. We laugh now. They might be laughing at us in November when they say, well, I know. enjoy your 10 guys. No, I, no, no, I'm not laughing at them. I'm laughing at the fact they didn't bring anybody from the portal. They don't need it. They got their own dudes. They're, they're doing their own home growing there. Glad you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm feeling great. <laughs> you're out of when your When we come back, I want to know, is anybody out there listening or in the God, world? Is anybody out there listening? <laughs> I want to know that too, by the or way. Or in the world. <laughs> as big of a fan of Blue Blood success as Sip is, that's up next on Early Break on the Ticket. <laughs> 